Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle podcast outworking the competition while they still sleep each and every Saturday. First one in, last one out. You know what it means. Entrepreneurs, business owners, hustlers, grinders. I'm so excited to be talking to you guys again today here on the Saturday Morning Hustle podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. So today we're going to talk about two different flashback topics. I did social media post three years ago and four years ago on these two topics. I'm going to expand upon them today. They're two very good topics. They go back to back. They dovetail into each other. I'm going to go deep with them. I expect to go 15, maybe 20 minutes, maybe 25. We'll see what happens because I'm excited. I think they're good and they're timely because the four year ago post has to deal with Q4, which we just started this week. And Q4 in 2020 is different than any other year. 2020 has been different than any other year, but you still have to approach it with the same lessons learned, the same value you take out of it as you do each and every year. You can't use it as an excuse not to. So we will get to that. But first, we're going to talk about a post I did three years ago about community collaborations for the benefit of the community first that will eventually benefit your business or what it is you're trying to attract attention to if you do it for the right reasons, absolutely, and you let the benefit part come secondarily and organically. This is the key to it. So I'll explain what that means. So my the post I made a few years ago and the idea I want to get to across to you today is you could spend time and money on straight traditional advertising, marketing, direct sales, etc. That's fine and good. And you should be doing some of that to a point. But there comes a time when that cost and that effort or how you're executing actual advertising isn't connecting with the right audience or in the right way, conveying the right message. Whether it's you simply have missed your audience, you haven't connected with them first, connected with them correctly yet, as I slow down and speak clearly for you on the podcast, or something else has happened that creates a negative aspect of your business. You're viewed in a negative light and you need to reverse that. You need to correct that. You need to fix that. And you can't really buy your way into people's good graces. You can only earn your way into people in people's good graces. And even then, and I'm going to explain to you how to do it in a concerted effort, but it can't feel like and look like a concerted effort. It has to be community first and the benefits that come to you secondarily are purely secondary, purely organic. That's how that goes. So the suggestion I made three years ago was to get together with a group of other business owners, entrepreneurs, community involved people, influencers, etc., and plan some sort of community event. It can be a, and obviously 2020, COVID is going to affect what kind of community event you might have. And maybe what I'm going to describe to you may end up being a virtual event. But in the past, you would have maybe a community street fair or some sort of kids day in the uh, in the park, a uh, neighborhood day out, a neighborhood night out, like the light out, night out uh, type things that neighborhood alliances do. Or it could be something even more specific, such as um, prevention of child abuse, uh, Drawing attention to trafficking, to social justice issues, to pet adoption, whatever you want it to be. Create, plan a community event. Involve as many business owners and other people in the community as possible. Do not make it yours. Make it as many people as possible involved. So don't make it the Billy Bob's community 
toy drive. Make it the community toy drive and get people that you are in the same type of business with. Get your competitors. Believe me. Trust me. Get your competitors. Get people who don't do anything like what you do, who you normally would not have an opportunity to collaborate with on any sort of advertising or marketing. But because it's a community event, you can reach out to all kinds of businesses that don't, don't necessarily make sense working together outside of your all within the community or you benefit or you are concerned for the community. So put together collaborators, as many as possible, like and unlike your business. Don't worry about the credit. The credit will happen. People will see what you're doing if you're putting the effort in. Don't be the person who throws the idea out there and lets everyone else do it. Put the idea out. Drive it. Don't be the credit person. Be the person willing to give everyone credit. Make it for the community. Make it a community event. Your local media your local influencers, your local people who are important in your community will talk about it. They will attend. They will promote and support if it's truly for the community, first and foremost. If you're doing that, everyone else will be involved. Eventually, everyone will understand it was originally your idea, how much effort you put into it, how much focus you put on sharing that credit. The good person, the good business person, the good community member that you are. Allow that to happen organically and it will come back to you. People will see it. People will appreciate you. You'll get the opportunity to work with people you normally wouldn't get to work with, whether they're directly in the type of business that is related directly to what you do or indirectly or possibly have no affiliation to your business or the type of services you offer, but you never know who they influence in your community. You might, they might tell someone else to do business with you, or they may uh, share this information that gets back to other people in other ways. This is the value of indirect marketing. This is the point of community business. This is community public relations. This is the, what real valuable communication and public relations looks like when you do it for community first, you don't worry about the credit and the benefit, and you allow it to happen to organically. So first and foremost, don't sell anything at this event related to your business. Do not, this is the number one mistake, do not make this about business. Make it about the community. Now, people may say, put on by that guy, that girl with that business. Perfectly fine. Let them say that. You don't say that. Let other people say it. People will figure out who you are. They'll figure out what businesses you're in. And the business will come to you in an indirect way. And that is what we're talking about. And we're talking about here about something that would be in the supplement to your normal advertising marketing, your normal promotions, the things you're already doing, the 80-20 rule. This is 20% of your experimentation. So if it fails, if it doesn't work, if you don't see the credit or the business drive that you were hoping for, or at least it's not obvious, it's not the end of the world because you didn't invest a ton in it. And this is not the thrust of your marketing and advertising. But put on a community event. Do not sell anything. Create goodwill and then try to spread that goodwill as far and wide as possible. Try not to take the credit. If it comes to you from other people's mouths, then acknowledge it. And move on, be gracious, and get that positive attention. Get the positive goodwill. Get all of the things that were a better use of your time and money than simply trying to buy advertising. Trust me on this. Now, you don't have to spend $100,000. You don't have to spend $50,000. You don't have to spend $10,000. You may not even spend $1,000. But doing things that are good for the community, being collaborative, opening yourself up to new opportunities and possibilities, putting yourself out there, not being focused on the credit, but instead being focused on goodwill and letting the community be first, not being aggressive in creating a sales funnel, but being 
brand centric and positive impact in your community. If you will do all of those things, you will see success. You'll see people talk positively about your business if they already think positively of you. If they thought negatively of you in the past, you can reverse some of those ideas or maybe even change them completely. Literally, I thought you guys were this, but now I understand this. I heard that this was happening here, but now I see it's this. You can demonstrate who you are, how you do business, how you approach the community, what kind of collaborator you would be, what kind of service provider you would be be the person who says they're going to do what they're says what they're going to say and do what they're going to do or you do you follow up do you come as advertised these are all positive things that are really hard to convey in advertising and marketing but can be conveyed really well in a in a project like this so create a community event and let the positive impact be organic that's it nice and easy. Now, the second topic today, four years ago, it was exactly four years ago, OU Texas weekend. That's what this is. OU Texas weekend for you football fans. You know what I'm talking about. I was in the gallery at 1219 Creative. Sorry to see say that 1219 Creative is no longer anymore. That's a whole different story. But I'm in our gallery. I'm waiting for the sun to rise. I'm making the Saturday morning hustle post on Instagram about the sun coming up and it's Q4, which of course, again, it's the beginning of Q4 right now. It is October. It is the last quarter of the year. 2020 is a very different year than 2016 was when I made this post. But what I'm about to tell you is still as valid now, if not more valid now, than it was when I made the post then. Of course, Q4 is when you start planning for the next year. You can't wait for 2021 to start to make a plan for it. You have to start making that plan now. Now, typically, in the third quarter, you have a good idea how this quarter is going to go based on the first three quarters of the year. Also, things that have happened traditionally and seasonally in your business, you should know all these things. So as you're putting together how Q4 is, is going to end the year, positive or negative, even, up, down, way up, way down, whatever it is, did your business operate as expected or unexpectedly? Did things go better than expected? Not as well. Your 80-20 rule, how did your, how'd your, your experimentations work? How did your core messaging work and your marketing? How did your core business run? Were there things that changed your business? Now, here we are. It's 2020. Of course, there are things that changed your business this year. Absolutely. A lot of things changed our business this year. But what we have to take from it is what we take from every lesson of every year as we begin Q4, which is what did we learn this year? What can we take from this that will make us better moving into 2021? What is essential? What do we have to do in order to survive and keep the audience that we've built? What should we do that has been working well and we need to continue on with that focus, that effort, the putting the budget behind it, et cetera? What things did we want to do we didn't get to? What things worked out better than expected we want to do more of? What things worked out less, less well than we expected we want to do less of that? Adapt, adopt, adjust. All of these things are absolutely essential in 2020 more than any other year because it has been so different of a year, but this is what we will build on moving forward. And everyone's business is in this boat, not just yours. So you have to learn the lessons from 2020, the changes that you've made, your adapt, adopt, and maybe even pivot of your business model this year came with new opportunities. It became, you developed new tools to do online ordering, to do Zoom meetings, to work from home, to do curbside delivery, whatever it is, 
that allowed people to continue to do business with you so that the COVID-19 scenario, so that the presidential election, so that civil unrest, all these things did not destroy your business. You've learned these lessons. You've developed tools. You've developed, you've invested time and money in these things. Do not toss them out simply because you think maybe we're past it. Maybe the election will change anything. Maybe the vaccine will change everything. Continue to utilize the tools, the lessons learned, and everything that you've put, done to get your position, your business into the position it is now because you're surviving. You haven't gone out of business. You're going forward. Use all of that plus your best practices, plus the things that have traditionally worked for you plus your audience engagement, all these things that you do on the regular to run a successful business and move forward with it. You do that by stopping right now at the beginning of Q4 and review, make a plan, projections for the last of the quarter, get ahead of 2021. 2021 will be much easier to manage, whether it is a normal year or a crazy year, if you have a plan moving into it. Typically, I would be telling you now Q4 to make the plan for the next year, for Q1 of the next year. Here's what I'm telling you this year. This is the key. I hope you don't miss this. Make a plan, plan A. Make plan B. Make plan C and plan D. The difference being plan A is what you think is most likely to happen and what is most beneficial and is and if you will follow the plan will be the most successful for your business. Plan B should be a variation of that if things go really well, if we go back towards what we would call normal and the continuation of what you've been doing plus the mix of what you would do if limitations come up off COVID, if the health issue doesn't become a thing. Um, obviously, we'd be past the presidential election. doesn't matter who wins. We'll know who the president is for the next four years. There's some stability that comes with that. That's all that matters is the stability, instability, and unpredictability is bad for business. Plan B should incorporate more of that. Plan C should go the other direction. What has been working this year that is is right on time and on point and on audience and on brand, but if things go bad, what changes would you make? What's the first change you would make? How would you start adapting? What would you drop off first? What would you add first? Where would you start spending your money if things started going bad? And then plan D is worst case scenario, even worse. If you can put four different people in your organization in charge of each one of these, plan A, B, C, and D, and have them come together in what we call red team, where you get in a room and you fight things out and you give all the, well, that won't work because this happened kind of scenarios. Get it all on the table. Get it all out there. Get it all hashed out now while there's no pressure. The point of planning 2021 in the beginning of Q4 2020 is there's no pressure on you right now. Now, there are factors you don't know. That's why we have more than one plan, more this more this year than before. But you have to have a core of the plan. You have to know what worked this year, what things that you changed that were good, the things that you changed that were bad, the things that you would change back if your audience demands it and then don't change it until they do demand it, but have it listed as when the audience does this, we will do that. All these things can be put into a play plan now. There's no pressure on you. There's no control to do it. But when it comes time to happen, while 2021 is happening, while it's flowing, while things are going on, if these are predetermined, the decision-making process becomes quicker and you're really not making a decision. You're simply confirming a decision you already made when you had no pressure on you. So Q4, this is the time. Here's the core of this message for anyone if you run a business, you understand you've got to be planning. Q4 is how you plan next year. You have to have a whole plan going into next year. If you're an individual, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're talking about your career or some side hustle or some other pursuits, what's the lesson for this is 
to push Q4 business owners make the plan so they can push into 2021 into the next year. They take control of the process. They don't wait the pro- they don't wait for the environment, the process or things around them to control them. They push into it. They take control of it. They assume that they can and will do well, that they have more to give, that they can continue on, etc., that they can do these things. This is what you have to do as an individual. Take control of the process. Take control of your destiny. It doesn't matter what you're trying to accomplish. Trying to start a business, trying to run a business, trying to do a side hustle, trying to be the best at your career, the best in your relationships. As an artist, as a musician, as a social media influencer, whoever you are, what you're trying to do, right now, make a plan for next year. Take stock of the lessons and the changes that have been that we've learned and that we've learned from this year because you're going to need that moving forward. Continue along with it. Make a plan to continue those things that have been working. Make a plan to do less of things that don't work now or not as beneficial now because 2020 changed all the rules. But take control of the process. Have a positive attitude that you can and will do better next year in your pursuit. Move forward with it. Do not be afraid. Do not ask anyone for permission. Simply take control. Exhibit your passion for what you're trying to do. Put yourself out there, take risk, but have a plan in place. So the risks that you take are still more calculated than simply guessing and hoping things work because hope is not a strategy for success. So do those things now as an individual as well. And then the last piece is understand you're the only person in control of your success. You can create success for yourself, for your business, whatever it is that you're working on a community event, otherwise. You have the ability to start it, to push it, to make it as great as possible. If whatever happens, good, bad, or indifferent, there's lessons to be learned from it that you can move forward with, and then how you continue on forward being in a successful mindset. You have control over that. You're the only person that has control over it. You're the only person that can do it. So get up and do it. This is the time. 2020 is almost over. Everyone wants to complain about our crap year 2020 is. The only thing that you can do to come out of a crap year like 2020 is go hard at 2021. You got to make a plan now. Make a plan. It's a rough draft. Do a second draft. Do a third draft. Show it to some people. Ask for some input. Send it to me. I'll look at it. Who cares? Get some input, some outside input, some realism. But push it forward. You're in control of the process. You're in control of your own destiny. If you're successful, you have to do it. It won't accident, accidentally happen to you or for you. You must control the process. You can't control it until you start it. Start it today. Do it today. Right now, the first week of Q4, this is when we make it happen. So please do that. And remember, when you create success for yourself, you're not stealing it from anyone else. There's no sum, zero sum on success. And when other people around you are being successful, when they are successfully navigating through COVID, they're getting back to a beneficial scenario for them. They're being profitable. They're being successful. They're not stealing that from you. They're not taking it from you, and they're not limiting your potential to be success. The only thing that can limit your potential to be success is you and your attitude, your efforts. So work smart. Make a plan. Learn your lessons from 2020, from 2019, cumulative, things that have worked, things that continue to work, keep going with them, find some ways to experiment, push forward. You can't, you can't win if you don't start. Now's the time. That's all work smart. Work hard. Now that you have a plan, now that you have an idea of what it looks like, you can, all you got to do is do it. 
and be consistent and do it over and over again and come in early and stay late. First one in, last one out. That's who we are. We're hustlers. We're grinders. That's why we're working on Saturday. That's why you've tuned into the Saturday morning hustle. That's how this all comes together. So do things for your community without focus on yourself. It will come back to you. It will pay off in spades and then control your own destiny. Set your, set your sights, set your goals, make a plan, learn your lessons, move forward, stay positive, be consistent, work smart, work hard, earn it, even on the weekend. See you next week. I'm starting one hustle. It's the non-podcast podcast episode of the Saturday Morning Hustle. Believe it or not, I'm not doing the podcast today. And it's odd because I'm talking to you on the podcast. I'm not doing a full podcast because it's been a crazy week here. I live in Oklahoma City. We had an ice storm. We've been out without power for five straight days. It's very cold in the house. Really trying to deal with all of these issues. Uh... Most of the street lights are out in this town. It's, it's just a crazy thing. And uh, it's just impossible to work today. Thus, I'm not hustling. Thus, no Saturday morning hustle. In fact, I will be hustling, but in a completely different way. Because I will be cleaning debris from my front yard. Because of all the trees that were pulled down by the ice storm. Clearing things out of my yard. Luckily, uh, nothing is on my power line right now, and I'm hoping to get power back shortly. So that's the situation, but I didn't want to leave you hanging on the Saturday Morning Hustle. Appreciate everyone tuning in every week for the show. So I'm just letting you know that the hustle goes on. It's just in a completely different way. And I think that this follows into a lot of the conversations we've had in the past on this podcast about the fact that you have to adapt to the situation, that things don't typically work out the way you expect them to. Sometimes it's relatively how you expect it. Sometimes it's completely not what you expected. Was not planning for an ice storm today. Was definitely not planning on losing several days in this week, even this weekend, having my whole system, my whole process to set aside because of power outages, because of internet, not having internet access. Even uh, having not having heat at the house and, and not being able to sleep correctly and all the patterns interrupted. So not complaining because people there are plenty of people who have it worse than I do right now. But letting you know that uh, my hustle is going to be in a completely different scenario today. It is going to be a physical hustle for sure in that I'm going to be cutting limbs and dragging tree parts and all kinds of stuff from my backyard to my front yard and getting all that mess cleaned up so we can get back to normal. Hopefully the power comes on soon. Hopefully everyone in Oklahoma City will be safe out of this. And of course, everyone around the country, there is a hurricane affecting parts of the country. There's all kinds of weather and all kinds of other issues too. So I hope everything, everyone stays happy, safe, well and warm this weekend. We'll see you next weekend. Next weekend, we'll have a regular podcast for sure and probably catch you up on 
how this week worked out. So with that in mind, see you next week. Keep on hustling and keep on grinding. Outwork the competition while they're still sleeping, even if that means cleaning up ice storm damage in your front yard and backyard. See you next week.